Today's episode on Christian Talk, how do we treat the presence of God? How often do we think about the presence of God when we're having our conversations or even where we go? You know, I'm going to be real with you. If I was to think about the presence of God all the time, it would probably save me a lot of heartache or even help me from not getting myself in trouble. Let's be real. The presence of God is really needed, especially in our minds at all times. We would walk with much confidence. My confidence in, in Christ is knowing that He will never leave me or never forsake me. His presence is always there. It gives me a boldness. When I pray knowing that God is there, I get off my knees with joy. Well, in today's episode, I have Dominique Raymond and Christopher Thompson. On this topic, we're going to have a great conversation. Please join us on Christian Talk. Well, hello, everyone. I'm your host, Melissa Richards, and today's episode is on how do we treat the presence of God? And with me today is my good friends, Chris and Dominique. But before we get into this, I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves, and then we can get into our 15-minute conversation about how we treat the presence of God. All right, everyone. It's Dominique. I'm back again, and I am super excited to uh, have this conversation today. And I am Christopher Thompson. Um, I'm excited myself to be in this conversation with uh, Melissa and Dominique and just speaking on the presence of God and how it's um, how we feel and, and how we um, love the, the presence of his, of his being around us nice. or, you know, how we feel, whether it's the love or whether it be the um, the, the desire to have him there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it's so funny that um, as we get into this conversation, that the presence of God is like everywhere. And when you, tr- how do you describe that to, to someone? Because when you start understanding the presence of God, he is literally, he's omnipresent. He is literally everywhere. When you have an understanding to that, you, you just move different. You think different, you act different. When I was first um, getting into the church and then I learned, listen, God knows everything. What, what, <laughs> you mean everything? Like he, and th- the minute I thought about it, I'm like, man, he, what do you mean? He knows about this. And, um, oh, and he knows about that. I'm like, my goodness, all my secrets. It made me so nervous. Yes. It made me nervous. But then when I start reading the Bible and understanding the God that I'm serving, it it, it gave me relief. And I, that's why I thank God for the Bible because his presence makes me move different and it makes me have such reverence. Like I, I made sure that I had alone time with him knowing that he was in my presence. Like I made sure that I built an altar to have God in my presence. Like this is me and your, your time, God. And and the more that I read the word of God, knowing that he says to me, listen, if you are for me, when you're for me, when, when God is for you, like who has you? Like I have your back. Nobody could deal with you. I got you. And once you know and understand God and his, his omnipresence, it, it makes me treat the world different, how I view the world, how I, how I do things and how, how it works for me. What do you guys think? Me, for me, it, it depends on your relationship with God. Um, if you don't have that relationship with God, you, you don't really feel him necessarily. 
you don't or you don't consider him. Mm-hmm, right? and, mm-hmm. and once you've had that relationship with God, then you you start to think differently. You start to um, c- concern yourself with, you know, is this going to please him? And when and once you have that feeling, you start to think differently. You start mm-hmm. to move differently. You start to uh, put yourself in position to honest to just honestly accept everything that he's going to say or not say or you know or the decision that's being made with him being mm-hmm. there with you and it's mm-hmm. funny that you said that because um i'm just gonna today's world let me just bring up something right now today's world everyone is doing this thing called selfies everybody is legit doing things about selfies so imagine you go on a trip right you go on a trip and you see this beautiful ocean like you're you're like before people would just take a picture of the ocean look look how beautiful that is like god's greatness the like how beautiful is that ocean but today selfies people now turn the camera on themselves and they're like um, look how I look behind <laughs> in front in front of this ocean. Right, like, right. We're so consumed with ourselves that it we don't even recognize the presence of God anymore. That selfies is killing us, and that's just one little point. That's mm-hmm. and can you imagine? That's a small point that I'm trying to make here. When we are dealing with dealing with ourselves and just looking at ourselves, it's so hard to recognize the presence of God. And when you're, and, and I think that's one of the devil's small tricks is so we can be so consumed with ourselves so much that we don't even recognize the presence of God. We get into that selfie mode. It's all about me. Forget nature. Oh, let me use nature for my background. You know, what do you, um, so I just wondered if if anyone else, like, like at, at any point in their Christian experience, kind of like delegate God's presence to like the church. Mm. Did anyone else kind of have that experience or think that, okay, like almost like in the old Testament, how they talk about how God was like, yeah, like he was in the sanctuary, like build a house for the Lord. Like almost like you you could contain him there. Like I remember at one point in my Christian experience, I kind of thought like, oh yeah, he's like kind of just there. Obviously I was very young, but like, (laughs) I was like, yeah, like God is at church. Like when I go to church, I'm going, going there to see him. (laughs) That's his house. I am just wondering if anyone else had that experience. (laughs) I definitely had that experience. Um, Just thinking that he, you know, when I go to church, God is there. When I, when I pray, he was in my room, but I didn't necessarily think he was every single place yeah you know especially you know when i was uh out with my friends you know and they're doing their own thing uh, or we were doing our own thing i didn't think that necessarily you know christ was there with me Mm. i was just Mm. you know doing i was doing my thing but when i or more so when i called him i i treat him like a genie ah yes Mm. so so i would call i call him when I needed him, and when I need him, then he would show up, and not, <laughs> and not per se that when uh, he when I'm doing whatever, he's always there, you know, watching me or there for me. It's so true, and you know, it's funny because 
I'm having this, I'm praying to God to help me not to just call for his presence just when I go to church, just when, when I feel that, okay, you know, uh, I'm going to meet him there. I'm like, but wasn't he with me today? Like, like, did I, when I woke up, wasn't the presence of God with me? I have to, I have to mentally understand and ask God to be in my mind. That's why I, they say, um, we pray for the fruit of the spirit because we want God to abide in us for us to produce this fruit, right? So we need his presence in us in order for us to be like, Lord knows I need the fruit of patience. I don't know about you guys, but I need, (laughs) listen to me. Okay. I need the fruit of patience and I have to know that I can't, I'm not driving to church to get it. Right. I have to I, I have to know that I can't continue having in my mind that I'm trying to have to abide with God. I have to put myself in a mode of training to be with God every day. I have to make um, I have to discipline myself, create habits to know that in the morning I call out the presence of God. I have my altar with me. I make it a, a point that every day I call out the presence of God. I'm asking God to abide in me where I'm going to work. And Lord knows, you know, you have the and your your co-workers that get on your your last living you know that <laughs> nerve so you you know you need to get the presence of God working in and through you so when you go there they see God and not you because you know if we present ourselves you know how that goes we need the <laughs> presence of God go ahead yeah so I was just thinking that um uh, well let me read a scripture first so Psalms 139, because this kind of just came to my mind as, uh, as we were talking about the presence of God. And it says, where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. Mm. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. So I think it's just it's just to tell us that God is everywhere. And I think sometimes, yeah, like we have this tendency to kind of say like, oh, he's only here or he's only here when I call him or, you know, like, like, and I, I remember hearing someone mention something about how, you know, like people are like, oh, well, if you go here, God's presence isn't there. Yes, it is. <laughs> he's everywhere. Like, either, like, like he's saying in here, there is nowhere that you can escape that he is not there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, don't think that when you leave the church or if you start, you know, dabbling in sin or if you go to certain places he won't be there with you. He's always there with you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Just to piggyback off that, Dominique, mm-hmm. I, I think that's where that thought used to come to me, like, or where I used to call on God like he was a genie because, um, you know, that was the big thing when, when you were growing up in church. It's like, oh, if you go to the club or if you go to the movie theater or whatever, then, look, then God is not following you. The angels wait outside, right? And then... <laughs> It's like, and it's like, if, oh, the angels, if the angels wait outside, then what's the point of having a guardian angel, right? Yeah. So, because mm. <laughs> he, he can't help you when you're in trouble, because mm. I'm sure the trouble would be where where he can't go, right? Mm. So, we, that's that's kind of where that thought had come in with for me. And and it's true, God is everywhere. He's, his presence is everywhere. He's he's always there to, to help and, and protect and keep us. Amen. And it's so funny we say that because in and as Christians, we want to live out God's life every single day. And it's the funniest thing. So listen to this. So Dominique, if me and you were going to the store and we've seen someone that we knew, 
and I'm sat and you're standing right beside me. And I know that me and you, uh, we just came out of Bible studies, right? And you started the Bible study and I'm sitting and you're like, okay, today we're going to be talking about the love of God, right? You and I know that you started the Bible study and, um, you called me to do the Bible study and I said, okay, yeah, come over. Let's do this Bible study. You started it. We went through it, whatever. Me and you go to the store. We meet our friend, right? And I said, I say to the friend, oh, no, no, no. I, you know, me and Dominique just had a Bible study and um, I called her over and I, I, I said, let me do this Bible study with you. And you're staring at me <laughs> and you're staring at me wondering, I don't know if she knows she's lying. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know if she's. Can she see that I could see what she's doing? Like, can she see me? Right. And, and sometimes I feel like with God's presence, when we know and we acknowledge that his presence are there, it will lead us to speak right. Mm. Talk right. We'll be faking the funk. We we, we don't have time. We we don't got no time for that because we're like, we have, we're in awe. We're in reverence. We, we know like in Jeremiah 23, uh, 23, 29, it says, is not my word like fire declares the Lord and the, and like a hammer that breaks bricks. Like, I'm like, that's, that's the God I serve. His Mm. word is like, it's like fire. It's like a hammer that breaks bricks and rocks. Like, I'm like, that's a, that's a serious God. Now I'm not saying that I'm fearing him that he's going to break my head. I'm just fearing, I wouldn't want to lie in front of this God. Like I don't want to lie. So the presence of God leads you into truth. It leads you to wanting to be right. It leads you to wanting to, to walk holy. God calls us to be holy. And, and once you recognize and you acknowledge the presence of God, it makes you walk a lot different. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of piggyback on that. And then I have another point after that. It's just like, but like, sometimes I feel like people, like if you don't have the love relationship aspect of this, mm-hmm. people can, people can seem like feel or feel like the presence of God is either creepy or it's scary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not meant to be either. It's, it's meant to be like, okay, this is someone who almost like a loving parent. You know what I mean? Like your parent is always there. They, they're walking beside you. They got your back. Like, you know, now that I'm a mom, I can so much more relate to this kind of like relationship with God on a different level, because it's like the same way that I'm, you know, I'm with my daughter and as she's learning and as she's growing, you know, as she's learning to walk, you know, like I may not, I'm, I'm not holding her, but I'm, I'm there. My hands are there. Like if something happens, I'm going to catch her. You know, I got her, mm. you know, and God's presence is the same way. Like he's always there to protect us, to guide us, to help lead us in the right way, to shepherd us. And I think that's a, I think it becomes a lot more beautiful and a lot, a lot less scary and kind of creepy when we look at it from that kind of love perspective. And just to continue, and just to continue on the second point that I had, um, it made me think a lot about Enoch because it talks about like, you know, after he had his child, you know, he walked with God. And, and I remember for years, I'm like, what does that mean to walk with God? Like, how do you walk with God? Like, like, what does that entail? How can I do that? Can you give me some more, some, a better me description, a, please? Throw like, me a description or something. Give me a, a, a play-by-play of how I walk with God. <laughs> and again, like when I became a mom, like it just became so much more clear. Like I'm always there, you know what I mean, for my daughter. And it's like, we we walk together. We We do things together. When she's eating, I'm there with her. When she's playing, I'm there with her. And while I may not be like right in front of her face 24-7, I know I'm always that eye that's always like, you know, just making sure her surroundings are safe and everything is good with her. You know what I mean? It's 100%. And I like that you brought that up because the presence of God 
when you when you get to know God and understand who he is and know that he's always there mm-hmm. and you and you intentionally build that relationship with him by reading his word praying consistently and just loving allowing his love to consume you the presence of God will mean more to you than anything else in this world you you're you're True. okay being misunderstood by others because you know God listen I listen I I have a relationship with God. Just Mm. like how you said, Enoch walked with God. He had a relationship with God. And Mm. the more that you read your word is the more that you start learning who God is, understanding him, understanding he's not, God, God winks at my ignorance. I didn't know that, but now I do know this, how I proceed forward after God telling me makes the difference, right? So when you build that relationship with God by spending time in his word, just spending some quiet time, not just having selfies about you and you, (laughs) <laughs> and spending with you and God, it makes the presence of God more elaborate in your life. Go ahead. So my question would be then, how do you get out of his presence? Hmm. Good question. You can't. <laughs> you can't. And this is what I love about God. He's just amazing. He loves everybody, whether, you, whether you're for him or not for him. He, lo- mm. he loves you no matter what. And as a matter of fact, he pursues you. He wants you so much. Even when you don't want him, he's like, I'm right here, sweetheart. I get it. <laughs> I get it. And he's there and he's praying for you. He's, he's cheering you on and, and he's just wanting you to come to him. He's like, I know you fell right there, but I was trying to call you. Like, I was trying to call you. I was trying to let you know. Right. But, you know, you're not acknowledging me. But when you do acknowledge me, you know that even when you fell, I still had mercy. And I, I, I try to stumble your fall so you wouldn't die. I try to stumble your fall so nothing bad would happen to you. You just got a scratch, but that's OK. It's a reminder that I have mercy upon you. There's so many things that God does, even for those that don't want him. So can you get outside of his presence? Not at all. And when I found that out, I got a little bit nervous because, you know, when you think God isn't there, you do some kind of some funny things. (laughs) God forgive me. So guys, um, I love this conversation. I, I, I pray that we understand more about the importance of having God, knowing that God's presence is in your life. It makes you more reverent. It makes you more at awe. It makes you go into your word knowing that God has your back. And as a Christian, you should be seeking the presence of God all the time. The more that you get closer to God, the more you have an understanding of who he is and also who you are and your need for God. So you know how I go. I, You know how I leave each podcast. Dom, how do we go out? 1031. Whatever you eat, whatever you drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. All right. Until next time. See you guys. Bye.